three, two, one. I think we are on live. And yes, we are on live, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we are on live. And if this is the first time you're tuning in, you can go to the Platinum platform by GDM Metropolis, and that stands for Singapore. Um, and I'm on live now with Mr. Ralph Ave, um, no, uh, from uh, broadcasting live from California, USA. And it is 11.13 a.m on a Sunday morning here in Singapore. Welcome to Singapore, Ralph. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's glad yeah, to be you here. Know, um, Ralph, um, just before we start, ladies and gentlemen, you can check Mr. Ralph Arve below um, in my uh, YouTube channel, um, the series with him about military, military stories. We have a, a six-part series um, on military stories by Mr. Ralph Ave, he's a veteran. Um, he was the uh, Master Chief Sergeant of the United States Air Force um, for 20 years, and he was um, the top 1% of the USA Air Force. And I'm so honored to have him back again to talk about this topic of leadership. And this is part of our promotion um, for Gold Nuggets for entrepreneurs, a book that we are coming out in 2020 and also um, to, to um, introduce him as the international mentor for Life Skills Academy. Um, without further ado, I'd like to just have a quick uh, introduction um, with Ralph um, about how he's doing and also say hi to the Singapore and an international audience. Uh, what time is it right there, uh, Ralph? And what day is it? It's a Saturday evening, 8.14 p.m. Okay, so that means that you are younger than me by 15 hours. Which means that, <laughs> accumulatively, you are younger than me by 15 hours every day. So by the end of 15 years, 10 years, I don't know how much younger you are than me. So we are always, um, you, know, you know, I mean, you are in California um, and you have um, a very um, eventful life as a, a military personnel before and also now you are um, uh, you are also dedicating your life service to the federal government so it is so apt for us to talk about your book um, and your life experience as a leader um, for what you have done and for what you're doing now and also to use some of your life experience to um, share with the audience and the future um, uh, millennials, uh, the millennial generation about what goes into the making of a leader. Tell us about your book, uh, uh, Ralph, and what goes into your book. So it goes about so my experience, my personal, um, a little bit of a biography about myself. Uh, just growing up, <clears throat> a single parent because my father passed away when I was uh, nine years old. I think I mentioned that in one of the, the series that we did. And uh, I just had to grow up quick, you know? Um, 
Mm. But what went into the book is just my personal experiences from my childhood, uh, a little bit of my teenage years, mm. uh, school, and then going into the military. So there was just some examples there about being a leader. Um, not what a lot of people don't realize that being a good leader, you know, it's either you're born with it or you get trained for it. Um, some people have a knack of being a good leader, and some people have a knack of being a, a bad leader. But no matter what, they're somehow, somewhere in, in somebody's lifetime, they're gonna be a leader, and it depends what they, how they wanna um, pursue it. Yeah, and, and that's a great introduction to your book. Um, and a shout out to your book, The Modest Leader. Um, and where can they find it, um, Ralph? So it's at www.fatfreecartpro.com slash I slash 11B42 question mark C-A-R-D. So I'll, I'll put it in the chat so, you know, we can have a link. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it's off of eJunkie. Yeah. And, you know, um, I've known you for over eight months now. Um, uh, Rel, I would like to talk about your personal branding and what you stand for, your philosophy and the guiding principles of your life. You know, you have been a military personnel. You, um, you stand for someone who's a custodian of a mission. You know, you're given a mission, you need to achieve that, you need to deliver that, and you need to also deliver that with your buddies, right? Your compatriots, um, the, your, your subordinates as a leader. Um, what, what do you say is your guiding principle and your philosophy um, uh, before? Um, and then what's your philosophy now that I see you um, as a mentor to students in, in the school? Uh, involving um, in uh, young people's lives, sports in particular, and also you know working for the federal government. What's your philosophy, and, and what do you say that uh, you stand for? So my philosophy: always stay humble. Um, there's a lot of good leaders out there that you know they're very boisterous, very loud. Uh, I've never been one to be that way. Uh, a lot mm. of people told me to be more vocal, uh, be this, be that, and I just told them straight, that, uh, that's not me. You mm. know, I, I led <clears throat> uh, with a lot of times without yelling because it was just, it's just more relating to people. Mm. Uh, I learned that you take out the I from yourself, you take out the me from yourself, and you start, you know, caring mm. about other people, taking interest in them and it reciprocates a lot better than if, you know, you talk about yourself too much. Mm. Mm. And, and I think that could be the phenomenon we're seeing now, right? With the internet generation, because it's all about me, right? You look at in Instagram, it's about, okay, it's about me looking good, it's about me putting on makeup, it's before and after pictures. Right, and, and I think you do hit the nail on the head about me. I think a lot of us think about me too much. Um, that should be a balance. Now, now what strikes me about you is that um, you are a person who, um, you know, a man of integrity. 
It's easy to see. And you're also given the task in the military. Um, and integrity means honesty and delivering what you promise. Uh, how important is that for a leader? Uh, absolutely important. You know, um, we've learned integrity is doing the right thing even when no one's looking. So even if you're all alone, uh, you still have to do the right thing. And, you know, it, one, it, it won't risk your reputation if you get caught because when somebody surprises you looking over your shoulder, if you're doing the right thing, you have nothing to worry about. Mm. And you're saying, and I think you strike the nail on the head, um, what you are known for and what is branding? Branding is what people say about you behind your back, yeah. right? Um, I think that's a simple way of saying it. Um, it, it's about that, that, that words people say is about your name, your reputation and what you're known for. Um, if you were to be talking to a group of young adults that you're coaching right now, mentoring right now that I see um, you're very much involved with uh, in your Facebook, uh, tell us how would you encapsulate that um, about um, building a personal brand for themselves, about what people say about you when you're not looking. How important just, is that and how do you build that? Just lead by example. Uh, believe in them. Believe in each one of them. Because, you know, every there are, there are a future and we don't want... We want to give a great impression for them to move forward mm. with. Could be a teacher, a coach, uh, a parent, mm. a friend, right? Mm. But give them something that will impact them the rest of the way. Because one of my rules when I coach is make everybody around you better. Right, because in, in the sport of basketball, I mean, one on five, unless you're LeBron James, Michael Jordan, I mean, they still needed teammates to win. Mm. And, uh, you know, so, but when they apply that on a basketball court, and I also tell wow. them to apply that in their school, you know, if somebody's struggling, go help them out. Um, treat each other with respect. You know, if we do that slowly, so say I have 12 kids, for one team if i have 12 of them doing the same thing then it doubles it triples it quadruples right so that, that's what i believe in just just making everybody around you better um whether it's in basketball or in school or just just being around society and i know that that i see is your slogan make everyone around you better well that's a powerful slogan uh ralph um, someone may buy it, so please trademark that quickly for yourself. <laughs> you know, I, and I'm not kidding because um, if you keep tearing people down, um, which is so often in the corporate world, because you don't want someone to be more successful than yourself. And also in a corporate world, in a business world, you have, you're full of jealousy. When someone else gets the price better, or faster or more right uh, but if you take a step back the way to be bigger it's really to make the people around you better because you're rising up and that is the mark of a leader isn't that um ralph yeah absolutely you know um i believe leaders should uh, throw away the mindset that i want to win this award i, I need to get mm. this and that you know take care of your team take care of your people and everything else will fall into place. 
Wow, um, that's a very powerful thought. Um, make everyone around better, and that could be a very successful book of yours next. You know, um, yeah, and, and um, that I would say that that encapsulates your brand and your philosophy in a very beautiful way, and that's a very powerful quote. Um, which I'm going to take it, and but I won't. Bread, I won't. I won't trademark that. That belongs to you. Um, I, I want to talk about. Uh, you talked about being in the basketball team, being involved uh, in that. Uh, uh, tell us about some of these projects um, in education, and I call it an, an education in itself because you're talking about team sports, being a team player, um, and leadership, etc. Uh, and tell us about your project specifically. Projects with basketball, or yeah, coaching, uh, mentoring oh. um, these these students in the basketball that I see you so much involved with. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of dedication, and you're not paid, right? Oh, it's 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 time consuming. I, I just had to coach two teams uh, yeah. for the middle school because we didn't want them to lose a season. Um, but tell yeah, us what but, goes into that. Tell us what goes into that. Well, just just picking a, a leader you know and then trying to teach them not really the chain of command but respecting their captains uh respecting uh, people Respect. above them i always tell them if there's a teacher or an adult ahead of you they, if they have a title mr mrs you know coach uh in hawaii if they're older you know they're adult we say uncle auntie mm. or uh, uh in like in singapore yeah, and in the uh, Filipino culture, we say ate or kuya, you know, that's like an older sibling out of respect. <clears throat> but I always tell them, when you see an adult out there, I better hear a mister or a missus in front of it, because we need to get back to, you know, our young kids respecting our elders. Yes. And that's what I try to teach my, my kids. Yeah. I'd like to talk about your book. Tell us... Um... What are these chapters in your book? Uh, and tell us about what stands out. Maybe talk about two of the chapters of your book. Ooh, what stands out? Just, just noticing behavior um, with people. You know, some may be quiet, mm. some may be outlandish. Just knowing how to adjust to each and relating to each one of them and making yeah. them work wow. together. You know, because uh, a, a good team when they mesh really well uh, like I said everything falls into place every time I get an I got an award I would treat them to lunch or you know we'd go out <clears throat> and we would celebrate their accomplishment not mine there mm. because it was there they were the ones that got me there and then when they got an award we, we'd celebrate them mm. you know so that's just like I've learned to celebrate each other's success instead of being jealous about it yeah and and you know you're the best person to talk about leadership you know you have led um your um i should say your comrades um uh you know in the military and now you're also you know leading groups of students coaching them um i, I want to know from your your point of view um as in a and you know all these military concepts of leadership about businesses actually comes from the uh, military background military 
um, concepts because you're talking about fighting um, the market war with your enemy who is your competitor, making sure you win uh, with your product and your service and managing your team uh, in a very competitive cutthroat market space. I mean, a lot of thoughts come from the military. Uh, I like to uh, think um, that um, uh, your book has a lot of application uh, to the business world particularly running a business or running a department um, where you need team players and you need people to come to a mission to achieve a particular business goal. Tell us about what you think uh, in, that, in that arena, uh, Ralph. Yeah, I think just, just the respect factor. Um, mm. Even from, from kids to adult, you know, mm. just don't make enemies. Don't um, make enemies. Yeah. <laughs> You know, even if they're uh, working for a different company or if, mm. you know, like with the kids, if, even if they're wearing a, another jersey, I'd say if they're on the ground, pick them up. You know, that's your brother right there. Doesn't mm. matter what jersey you wear, you know? So <clears throat> that, that's what I try to live by. I, I try, you know, I, I'm human. I, I do have, you know, I mm. do make mistakes. Mm. But from my mistakes, if I haven't learned from them, then. I wouldn't have made it this far. Mm. So I see you've got a few motos, right? Make everyone around you more successful and don't make enemies. Great <laughs> quotes you have there. Um, tell us about um, um, if you were to coach like a, a student, like, you know, a, a, a young adult, um, uh, besides respect, is there anything they should do to to make a team come together just have them believe in themselves and then have you know um make them believe in themselves yeah just, you know because and how and do you do people, that and how do you do that how does it operate so my rule is we're as strong as our weakest link so even our weakest player mm. that's her link right so <clears throat> We, we treat each other with respect. Uh, we'll, we'll help each other out. We'll cheer each other on, no matter what. And then, you know, then we say, hey, go out there with a lot of confidence. Believe in yourself. And uh, I tell them, I believe in them. That way, you know, oh, he's putting me in because I know he sees something in me. And, yeah. you know, for the kids to make the team, of course, they, they had something to give, right? Mm. So. I'll tell, I'll tell the person to just keep believing yourself, keep pushing yourself, and then tell them, we're gonna fail. You know, we're not gonna win every game. We're, we're gonna make a lot of mistakes. But guess what? You gotta keep pushing forward. You gotta keep, you know, keep, keep it moving. Yeah, and uh, um, you are as good as your, you are as good as your weakest link. I think that's a very good business concept too, in application to businesses, um, to make a team come together. Um, to achieve a, 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 a target for a department or a business. So there we have it. That's your very three important mottos. Um, the guiding principle. I'm glad to have that. Um, final question. I mean, we have talked about this, right? Um, leadership. Um, there's a lot of books written out there. Um, is a leader um, born or a leader nurtured? Or could it be a hybrid of both? Um, tell us about uh, you 
um, being a leader, how much do you think an X percentage was born or an X percentage was nurtured by the environment or demands um, in your job, your, your job um, in the US, um, USA Air Force? So I, I think it's it's because I they grew up single parents, so I had to really grow up really quick and figure things out uh, on my own. But at the same time, my mom did tell me that you know always treat other people with respect, um, you know, uh, and be sincere about everything. And she says it's, it's gonna be tough. Life life is not easy, but if you stay strong with your beliefs. And, you know, you keep keep going. Like I said, people told me I have to be more vocal, more loud. Um, and I said, no, that's not me. I'm not gonna fake it till I make it. You know, I'm gonna give you the real me. And with, with leadership, you know, I believe that you have to learn how to be a strong follower. Mm. Being a leader, me. you have to be a strong follower. Tell us. Because you have to show examples like to everybody around you mm. I'll say why would I listen to that guy if he's not following what his leaders are saying mm. okay I've, I've got a, a, a situation here like um, to tap onto your expertise um, if you do have a team of people within a particular uh, department right um, even in the military you've got different um, logistical departments um, You've got different characters, right? You've got people who are aggressive. You've got disagreement of uh, the way forward. Um, you've got dis disagreement with habits. If you bring your own concept into a particular environment, um, at the beginning, before people build into a similar um, so-called work culture, right? You've, you have got this group of people coming in. Um, conflicts differences, disagreements, different behavior, different expectations. Um, you've got that at the beginning um, of uh, uh, a team building. So in a real environment, be it business, be it, you know, in the school, in the sports, you've got this um, diverse group of people uh, and, and they're given this opportunity to work together to achieve a particular goal. I mean, in business, you do have to, right? If you're, if you're doing sales, you got to achieve a particular target. Uh, tell me, um, tapping your brain, how, would, how quickly and what would you do to be able to bring them together? I just find common ground. Um, it's, 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 it's different, right? Military and civilian side. So I know, I know one situation where our crew was just not getting along for some reason and mm. we, we just went in private and just started yelling at each other. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so that, that's like a military setting, right? Because mm. we said, all right, everybody take off your stripes, you know? And then we just start going off on each other. Mm. And then after like wow. maybe 15 minutes or so, everybody calmed down and we were fine after that. So, <laughs> wow, that's a powerful strategy. I've not thought about that. I mean, in application um, for for a commercial environment, I, I am I am astounded to hear that. And that could be a solution because, like what you say, if people take away that position, 
even in a commercial setting, you've got a manager, you've got a leader, you've got someone who's a clerk, you've got someone who's just coming in, right? You've got someone who's really, really senior. And people try to play their seniority and their position right. in a particular setting because they have been there. They are the, they are the, they are the old guards and they are the, they are the rookies who just come in, right? So um, I, I would think that you are right. And, and, I, and this is a new concept that could be applied in a business context because we take them out. Like it's just like a team building. You go to the field and you start to yell and shout and work something out together, and and give people a piece of your mind. And then thereafter, when you're finished, go back to work. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so, a great yeah, concept. I had, I had a three-man crew, and uh, mm-hmm. I was I was only E3 then, and my buddy was an E3. Then we just had a problem with our our, our E5, our sergeant, and we just went in the back and we just said all right take off the stripes and we just went at it. <laughs> and then after that i said we're good all right we're good let's get back to work and we we were fine after that we we're pretty good you know we got along um sometimes you have to vent to each other because yeah. uh, you can't hold things in or else you gotta keep building that animosity towards each other building and that's what animosity. we didn't want yeah. you know yeah so you're, you're right you're right um and that is particularly important because sometimes it's even beyond just face-to-face sit-down conversation when people are not ready to talk you people need to go to a place and let us just face it and shout it out um and that's why you've got all these games out there right just using this this i'm not sure in america but you know using this x and just throw it at at a particular target or using, you know, a shooting at something. Um, that's where people vent it out. And, and you're right. Um, and that's a huge eye-opener. Um, and, and ladies and gentlemen, that's The Modest um, Leader, the book that you can find um, uh, at the, the junk, the junkies, right? Did you say? E-junkies. E-junkies.com. Um, but also, um, I've invited... Um, Ralph Ave, Mr. Ralph Ave, to be one of the contributing writers for the book Gold Nuggets for Entrepreneurs, um, to um, highlight some of his experience in leadership in application to everyday life, to teams, to departments. Uh, and one of the examples um, I can see right there, I mean, it could be a, a top seller, right? Number one, make everyone around you successful. Don't create enemies. And also, like what you say, just have a session of shout out outside the department, outside the office. Um, and I think these are great strategies um, for people to come to a particular place thereafter and calm down after they have resolved whatever differences because I don't like your face, I don't like the, <laughs> whatever, and then come together for a particular mission. Uh, uh, Rel, uh, thanks for that. Is there a five? Is there a final um, 60 second um, a thought about leadership you'd like to share with the listeners and the viewers? Just just believe in your subordinates. Uh, lead by example. Them. You know, don't don't just tell them what to do. Uh, show them. Show them that you're willing to get in there, get dirty, so that they follow. Get you. dirty. Lead by example. <laughs> That's a lot of takeaways in talking to you, right? And you make it sound easy, right, Ralph? 
got to live it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you know, with 20 years of uh, military experience back then and uh, now you are also um, in a position of um, sharing with um, your life experience with many people and and I'm and I'm honored to have you on board for the Life Skills Academy. We'll talk about that in the future, but today um, you as a contributing writer um, to extract an excerpt from your book um, to contribute it to the gold nuggets of entrepreneurs. I'm really very honored um, uh, for that. Um, Ralph, I'd like to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart and that last um, 35 minutes or so, you have given us a lot of enlightenment with these guiding principles, right? Right, I think four or five guiding principles that it, it so much goes so much goes into that. Um, I should say um, that that clip that you have given us, um, that quote that you have given us, so much goes into that, and it comes with a life of practice, isn't that, uh, uh, Ralph? Oh yeah, um, I uh, so like. Like we, as a chief master sergeant in the Air Force, we have our own parking spot, and I used to joke around with my guys mm. and be like, "Yeah, the only reason why I want that strap is that parking spot." You know, <laughs> what goes behind it, uh, you know, you have to work. Why this? Why the parking spot? Because it was a lot closer to the door. Oh, <laughs> you know, because the military base is so huge, right? Yeah. You got to walk, right? Or you got to yeah. rollerblade, or you got to cycle, or you, or you just just have to walk. Um, uh, that's that's great um, insight from you uh, for the last 35 minutes, and a lot of uh, us should find much more rewarding uh, uh, information and episodes from his book, um, the humble, the modest uh, leader, a and also we will find it also as an excerpt uh, from the book uh, Gold Nuggets for Entrepreneurs. Um, For myself, I would like to thank you, and I'd like to also summarize, you know, the takeaways from your session with us um, in the last um, 35 minutes. Now, these are not just sound bites, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and they're not just concepts that we download from books, from a consultancy, from consultants, from 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 writers, from journalists, but but they are. Guiding principles of Ralph Ave for his 20 years of military service and the success of it has shown um, through that credential, through that background. Um, I I am so um, honored to have you, Ralph, to be talking about your experience uh, that is encapsulated in 35 minutes and that guiding principles uh, that you share with us. Um, great great words of advice, uh, Ralph. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Vicky. It's always good to see you. Yeah, and we hope that I was now. Now I would say that, ladies and gentlemen, the official interview is over. Now let let's have a three-minute banter, um, Ralph. You know, you have been to Singapore, right? Um, and and I was talking to Karen and to Annette. You know, let us, if if it's God's will, let us work towards an international convention. For humanity, um, you know, if we do try to work that, you you are part of that. Um, the international convention um, as a speaker, and also someone who's going to bring in big sponsors. 
now I would like to also talk about um, uh, the International Humanities Summit um, that we had right in, in November. Ladies and gentlemen, please look at that. Um, there's a lot of work that we do for some people, um, invisible people, um, for your like yourself, a father, as a, as a, as a husband, and now giving your life service to the federal government and also to um, the students that you're coaching. Um, a lot of things, much more than we can give. But can you imagine if we pull our resources together? Um, it's tremendous because uh, a house is built on each brick, you know, the brick and mortar um, of a house. And we can't say one brick is more important than the other. You know, if you just take out one brick, I mean, I don't know if the house is going to collapse one day, it just becomes unstable. So I'm really thinking that if we could bring um, uh, us together again someday um, in a physical way, that sounds great, um, doesn't it, Ralph? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to visit Singapore again. It's a beautiful country. Yeah, and meeting each other in, 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 in the flesh and meeting each other physically, right? With Annette, with Karen, myself and, and the team. I think that would be a great idea and also bringing people to a virtual and a physical world together. Um, would you think through that, think about that, Ralph? Yeah, I'd, I would love to be and pray about that. Yeah, I, I'm praying about that, that if something happens out of um, all our network in connection, um, well, if Anthony Robbins can do it, I'm sure we can do that too. Okay. Thank you so much, Ralph. Um, uh, such a great honor to have you and such an eye-opening um, session we had and always a great connection on, on, on the level of connecting with you. Um, we'll talk more again when I roll out the retirement plan season. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And thank you, sir, for spending your time with us. Um, thank you from Singapore, 11.46 a.m. on a Sunday morning here. Bright and sunny and shiny and always welcoming you to the island of Singapore. Um, Ralph, thank you and um, like to say hi to California there. <laughs> thank you so much, Vic. Yeah, see you soon. Right, seeing you and your family in Singapore soon for our International Con World Convention for Humanity. Oh yeah. Can't Bye. <laughs> Bye.